0: Welcome to the Virtually Done podcast. My name is Gemma and I'm the founder of Virtually Done. The Virtually Done podcast is created as a space to start important conversations that are often overlooked and speak to women in business with amazing stories and even better advice. It makes me so happy that you're here listening and I would absolutely love for you to tag me on social media at Virtually Done and let me know what you think. My hope is that you're able to take something away from every single episode that you can action into your business and that you're able to gain an insight into the behind the scenes of what running a business is really like. So let's dive in. So today I am joined by the wonderful Samantha. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi
1: Gemma. Hi everyone who's listening. So I'm Samantha and I'm a mindset coach for female entrepreneurs and I really focus on supporting my clients who do that inner work to create the outer results and ultimately what we're looking at doing is building that unshakable confidence within yourself so that you can build a business that you love and that you enjoy and that works for you and just let go of all those shoulds, all the stress, all the pressure and kind of, you know, step into more of that ease and flow and fun. Yes, I love that unshakable confidence. Um, So what made you go into this type
0: of work? Is this something that you experienced yourself and then you wanted to pass on?
1: Yeah, so I've got a bit of a unique story and I'll try and keep it short. Um, But basically, I have had chronic health um issues and that was actually what opened me up to the world of mindset and mind-body connection and working with your emotions and it was through my own kind of experience of understanding how powerful your thoughts can be or your patterns are and the beliefs that you're holding and really doing that in a work and kind of getting back in touch with my body to be honest as part of my healing journey I was like everyone needs to know about this um and I actually started off in the coaching world as the a therapeutic coach, working at a clinic in London, supporting people with chronic fatigue, kind of on the psychology team side, there was a kind of functional medicine side as well. Um, but really a lot of the work I was doing there was working through like inner critic, that achiever pattern, people pleasing, not feeling good enough, connecting back into the body, processing your emotions. And to be honest, since I've come into online space, it's kind of the same work that I'm doing with female entrepreneurs um, because, there's definitely I think we you know a lot of high achievers so really being able to get back in touch with yourself I think and so the clinic work was amazing but I definitely really felt like well one I wanted to spread this message wider um, but also wanted more variety so I wanted to do my own thing and I think since coming into the online space and with all the mindset work that I'd done previously having so many different things triggered myself As actually like building a business. I was chatting to someone recently and they were saying, you know, I think if you want to really shine a light on your like inner world and your patterns and your limiting beliefs, start a business because I think it kind of exposes you to it all. Um, But that made me more passionate about really supporting others because, you know, I don't want to see people giving up on their dreams or holding themselves back because of, you know, things that have happened in the past or beliefs they're carrying that aren't even true and aren't even theirs.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on everything you just said. I think it's so important to understand the bigger picture. And I think sometimes when you're trying to run a business and you want to reach certain goals, you really want to, you know, be successful, whatever that looks like for you. It's very easy to sit in your office at your laptop and just be trying to hustle. And I think there is so much more to be to be thought about, you know, whether that's mindset or your physical health or your diet, like all these other things that I know it's easy to dismiss and be like, "Oh yeah, but that's not important." But actually, when you look at the bigger picture, it's a combination of all those other things that really add up to the the person that you will become. Because ultimately, if you get super successful, you're rolling around in your millions, but you haven't done the mindset work, and you're not living, you know, with a healthy lifestyle, and all those other things, you're
1: probably not going to be as happy as you expect. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And I think a really key area that I'm very passionate about is really building that worth from the inside um mm-hmm. through my own journey like I was definitely I didn't realize it at the time but now i with all my awareness and the work that I've done my worth was attached to anything external so you know what I was doing as a job or what I was earning and I was always focused on climbing the corporate ladder but to feel something to feel that good enough to feel that validation and I see it with so many women especially that were constantly seeking that outside approval but it needs to come from within. And that's where I think it's easy. Like, okay, when I get to that 10K k month, then I'm going to feel successful. Or when I've got all of those clients, I'm fully booked out. Then I'll feel like I'm, you know, good at what I do. And I'm entitled to take up space and all of this. But actually those things can happen, but you don't feel any different. So you're like, it must be the next goal, the next goal. And that's what really can drive that burnout cycle as well, because you're just constantly doing and doing, searching for this feeling that only exists inside.
0: Yeah and I've been there and it's it's I think very easy to fall into as a business owner because typically we are very ambitious we've got big goals we know what we want to achieve all those things and so it's very easy when you're at home and there's no one to say um you know go home like the office is closing It's very easy to just keep going and think that that's the answer but like you said it's it doesn't get you where you want to go because where you want to go is an internal job not an external one so I love that you're talking about this the other thing I just want to pick up on that you said was that business exposes all of the things that you're maybe not tackling and I agree with this so so much I really think that when you're Um, You know, going to work every day and maybe going to the pub with your friends afterwards, going home, watching some TV, going to bed and you get into that cycle. It's quite easy to kind of ignore some of the problems, whereas when you run your own business and there's constant fluctuation in, you know, success, things going wrong there's, you know, failures that you have to take responsibility for, you're constantly having to step outside your comfort zone, you're really pushing yourself. And I think that really, really brings up a lot of things that you maybe didn't know were there, or maybe you were trying to ignore. Um, how would you suggest that people try and deal with those things? So let's say someone is, you know, planning a launch, and all of a sudden, they have all of these deep
1: feelings, all these
0: emotions, they're really struggling, and they're like, Oh, wow, what do I do with this?
1: Yeah it's a really great question and I think a first step is really bringing that awareness and I think from what you were saying then about like all the things we have to go through within a business I think it's like a massive self-awareness journey um, because any of the inner work if we're not aware of what's going on if we're not really connected enough to recognize the patterns then it's really hard to know what to do we can know like uh, tools and techniques or different things but we won't know what to, to work on so therefore we're not really shifting and moving forward and I think sometimes a lot of people can almost have a sense of okay I need to work on the procrastination for example so I need to get myself motivated but actually that doesn't work because we need to look at okay why is the procrastination happening like is it a form of protection because actually you're afraid of failing and I think to answer your question I'd really say and invite people to think about where are those feelings being driven from. So. What I mean by that is really, first of all, thinking, what is the story that I'm getting caught up in right now? Like, what am I telling myself? Because obviously our thoughts have an impact on the way we feel because they can be telling our body on a very basic level. We're either OK or we're not. So a lot of the time, you know, if we get caught in those what if no one buys and what if I'm not good enough? Or what if I say this thing wrong? Or a lot of those what if catastrophizing thoughts instantly we are putting ourselves into that fight and flight, that stress state. So we're going to feel anxious. We're going to feel fearful. So I think really being able to, as a first step, just bring awareness to where are my thoughts going? What is that self-talk? And is it really in line with the actions I want to take, the way that I want to feel, the person I want to show up as? And I think here it's really key that there's a lot of talk online about um, positive thinking and I'm all for obviously being in a positive space, but I think sometimes it can become like that kind of toxic positivity and we're almost trying to convince ourselves that we're fine but there's like a disconnect with the body so we're kind of telling ourselves yeah everything's fine most people are going to buy but maybe you're still feeling that anxiety within the body because I almost look at it as like actually what would be more supportive in this moment so what do I need in this moment like and you know a, a more helpful supportive way to look at the reality of the situation can really help to actually fundamentally shift those thoughts and kind of start to rewire new ones. And then at the same time, that actually allows you to probably step into a different space within your body because it feels real rather than like you're convincing, if that makes sense. Um, And I think secondly, it's also, which can feel scary to people because a lot of us live in our head, but it's really being able to sit with those feelings because the body's always communicating to us. But very rarely are we fully listening because, you know, we're not brought up knowing how to tune into our body or, um, you know, embrace emotions or name them or, you know, work with them. And I think it's really important, almost as creating that space, if you're suddenly caught up in that moment of like fear and you're getting stressed and you're worrying and just taking a step back, just taking a few breaths and just dropping into your body and just noticing what's there. Maybe it's some physical sensations. Maybe you notice an emotion and almost just naming it and allowing it to have some space. And quite often that can be enough to really, as a first step, help diffuse things because the body is like, oh, OK, my message has been heard. I don't have to keep screaming it. You know, the anxiety doesn't have to get worse because actually it's been acknowledged. What you're really highlighting there is that
0: sometimes when you think the answer is just to go full speed ahead, that actually what might benefit you is to just slow down and listen for a minute because I think when those emotions do come up and you know physical things too actually if you just take a minute and figure out okay what's going on here rather than just trying to push past it you probably in the end will get where you're going quicker because you've taken that time to figure out what's happening and I do really agree with you on the going deeper with the um figuring out what's wrong as well I think you know I used the example recently of if you cook the dinner and you burn the dinner you might be in a really bad mood and you might assume it's because you've burned the dinner but realistically it's probably something entirely different you know you've had a bad day and that's just been the icing on the cake or maybe you associate burning the dinner with being a failure or not being able to take care of your family and if you think the problem is burning the dinner and you just go and make a new dinner that still doesn't solve the problem so you always have to go that level deeper if you want to figure out what the what the underlying thing is and I think that can be quite difficult work to do But once you've kind of got into the habit of doing this, I think it becomes more natural. Do you think?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I do think there's, there can be fear around the deeper inner work, which is understandable because it's kind of the unknown. And, you know, sometimes people are like, I'm not sure what I'm going to uncover. And, you know, I kind of want to keep it in that locked away. But I always look at it as well, it's having an impact, whether you're aware of it or not, in some way, it's impacting you, whether it's in the patterns, behaviors, how you feel, the choices you make, the decisions you make in business and in life. So ultimately, even if you're not aware of it, it doesn't mean that it's not having a say in your life. So actually it's empowering to be able to understand what's there and to clear it out. And it doesn't always have to be huge, massive things. Um, I have, I'm investing in some inner work myself at the moment and I had a memory come about brownies when I, when I used to go to brownies when I was younger and it wasn't anything like hugely traumatic, but obviously in that moment I'd taken on a decision that really wasn't helping. And that younger me was still carrying that. Um, so I think it's almost just one. I think there's that people being scared, but I think also there can still sometimes be some stigma around the mindset work. Um, And there's probably lots of people out there doing the deeper mindset work that aren't talking about it. And so people feel like, oh, well, I should just feel confident or I should be able to just get on with it or pull myself together. Um, And that actually, if I have to dive into that, there's something wrong with me. And like, I need fixing. Um, And I'm very, very passionate about the fact that it's really not about fixing. It's not about becoming someone else. I really see it as what we're doing with that work is peeling back the layers of things that aren't yours in the first place. You know, it's stuff that's been taken on through your life. And actually it's about really being able to uncover who you really are without that. And a client of mine recently described it as it was like she was coming home to herself. Because, like mm-hmm. you know, I was letting go of things that just it either happened or beliefs had taken on decisions, memories that were clouding her ability to really be in touch with that intuition, that true self and really have the confidence To show up as she really was. Um, So I think, you know, definitely part of the work that I wanna do is really changing this idea that there's something wrong with mindset work. And I think maybe in the UK as well, there's a little bit more of a stigma still than maybe like the US, for example. I think people are a lot more open about um, kind of therapy and, you know, the work they're doing on themselves. But I think in the UK, there can still be a bit of embarrassment around it sometimes. Um, I don't know if you would agree with that but I, I feel like we don't talk about it as openly or maybe understand it as much sometimes.
0: Yeah I agree and I also think that people don't they don't fully know what it is and so they kind of dismiss it as a little bit woo. I was actually watching, I don't know if you've seen it, Selling Sunset last night and there's an episode where one of them brings her mindset coach to the friend and you can see everybody's reaction in the room is like oh okay a mindset coach what's that gonna do? You know it's the typical kind of roll your eyes laugh about it and I just found it so interesting because Obviously, in the world that we're in, we have business friends. We're on Instagram a lot, surrounded by other people. So we can talk about mindset and it's very normal. Um, And just seeing people talk about it in a different situation, it made me realize, actually, it's not that normal to everybody else. Um, And I think this kind of leads us really into identity, which I want to talk about with you. But before we do, I just want to jump on something else you said, which was that you kind of have... um, this sort of toxic positivity that is talked about. And would you agree that you have to have the good and the bad? Because I think what I've experienced as I've grown the business is that the more good that I have, the more challenges I come across as well. And you can't necessarily have all of the good and all of the positive without some of the difficulties. And I would actually say that some of the difficulties and the challenges, have in the long run given me positives so it's kind of like you have to be okay with having both would you agree with that
1: yeah absolutely a hundred percent and is it like the law of polarity you know you, it's mm-hmm. the two things and like night and day um, and I yeah. also feel that a lot of the times I think it's um Brene Brown that says like you can't selectively choose your emotions that's not that quick, but something about that and I think it's so true because like if we think about it you don't want to feel bad you know the the emotions that we lump into as bad but it's like if you didn't know how you didn't know what sadness felt like you wouldn't really appreciate happiness Mm -hmm. but you have to kind of have those different things and I think in business definitely it's it's more about building that resilience and you know say for example if you are able to move through your I'm not good enough belief and the specific reason why you feel you're not good enough then it's a lot easier to ride those challenging times and they don't feel as scary because it's not you're not taking it as like, this is something about me. It's just like, this is what's happening in the business. And I, and I really, it's a bit of a cliche that kind of, you have a breakdown and a breakthrough, but that's definitely something that I've often experienced. It's like, you almost have to learn the lessons to then move forward and come out the other side differently. Um, and I think that, you know, if I talk about ease and flow in business, it's not that it's always going to be easy or always going to be like, flowing but it's about looking at how can that be the overarching feel of how you're building your business so when you're really stepping into trusting yourself and being led by your intuition rather than following what other people are doing or like what you think you should be doing then that is obviously going to open up a business that feels more fun feels more enjoyable because you're doing what what fits with you and what feels right but of course that doesn't mean there's not going to be challenges and it's almost about um being able to I think that's where the mindset work really comes in so that you have that solid foundation, like that unshakable confidence that helps you deal with those kind of challenges rather than seeing those challenges like, oh, it's not working. You know, I'm not really creating what I want and therefore giving up.
0: Yeah, something that I see a lot of is, um, you know, obviously in business and in life in general. Things go up and down, your day goes up and down. And what I see quite a lot is people's emotions following that up and down pattern as well. And I think what the mindset work does is it allows you to hold the energy that you need, the emotion that you need to get through the day without it being a roller coaster. So for example, Monday this week, I woke up, launched my new offers, was super excited, had amazing feedback, then proceeded to have the worst day I've had in months. So many things were going wrong. So many things are happening. At the same time, it was a Vox day for a bunch of my clients. So I was messaging them throughout this. And then when I got home, I signed a new one-to-one client. I was like, this has been such a day. Um, and I think from the outside, you probably just see the, the positives. You see the, the, the launching and all that stuff. But the only reason I was able to kind of get through that and still hold space for my clients and still be able to sign a one to one by the end of the day was because I've done such deep mindset work. And I was able to recognize, okay, this is a bad day. Things are happening. This wasn't planned. Here's how I feel about it. Here's what I'm going to do. And I was able to carry on. And that's not because I was just 100 percent positive and refused to feel it, but it was because I've done that work. And like you said, I'm more resilient now for it. And I think that's what it's about, isn't it?
1: Yeah absolutely and it's such a good example and I I think about it a bit like if you're driving along it's like a bump in the road Mm -hmm. rather than something that makes you completely like career off and crash into the bushes Um, because there are going to be those bumps and sometimes you might slightly go off track but it's how you can bring yourself back I think it's really key um, because I'm all for you know feeling what's going on so in and honoring that. And if you're having a tough day and you need to give yourself space, that's fine. But that actually allows you to move through it so that you can come back feeling in a space of actually feeling good in a genuine way, rather than like that convincing, like you're saying of like, oh, everything's fine. I'm just actually ignoring what's there. The more we can know how to support ourselves and yeah, when you've done that deeper work and those really core limiting beliefs aren't there in that same way, this is a lot easier to have that bounce back, I think, because you are coming from that strong foundation. And of course, things are still gonna happen. Doubt might still come up with gonna to be tough times, but you can almost recognize it for what it is. And sometimes, you know, you might sort of go in a story, but you're able to recognize it and pull yourself back rather than that story being the way you're living your life. I think that can be a really big difference. It's almost that, I think you have that increased awareness as well, because it's not where you're living all the time. Okay, can we talk about identity?
0: Because this is something that has been a big thing for me this year. So I would love to hear your opinion on it. And I think it also ties in nicely with figuring out who you are, because there's a lot of talk about being true to yourself, being authentic, all of those things. And I think a bunch of people actually don't know what that looks like. And I think I was one of them at parts of this year. Um, So what do you feel is the link between kind of like identity and running a successful business I would love to hear that from you
1: I think and if I think about the work that I do with my clients because it a lot of it is like building that trust but but creating that identity and I think what I often see is people almost looking at this this future version of themselves and then they're looking at it, it's like oh, I'm not that right now and there's this gap it's like oh. There's the the, the version of me that creates those goals, but it's how I view myself at the moment, which might be not good enough or, you know, not capable or not as intelligent or not worthy. And there's this big gaping hole. And so even if they're creating great results, it's really hard for them to own those results because they're not seeing themselves through the eyes of someone who's capable of that. So I think for me, identity really is firstly... And on listening, thinking about how do you actually view yourself? Like, what are you actually telling yourself that you are or you that you aren't? And I think there's a quote um, by someone called Dennis Waitley, who wrote a book, The Psychology of Winning, it's back, back in the 80s, um, that it's not what you are that holds you back. It's what you think you're not. And I think this, especially coming from the mindset perspective, is so true because it's so often like we are not really able to see Just how capable we are, and just what the qualities we have, just how good we are. And so we're getting lost in like a distorted view based on things that we've been told or based on ideas that we've picked up. Um, And we're seeing ourselves through that lens. So it's then we're showing up in our business from that place. And I think, as well, almost from my own experience coming into the online world, I think it's really easy to lose yourself without realizing it because there's so much information out there and obviously social media is incredible and you know we wouldn't have businesses in the same way we do without it but I think it's so easy to start looking at how everyone else is doing it and if you're getting caught up in that too much and really comparing you then get disconnected with actually who you really are and you can start to feel like, oh, okay, I should be doing like that or, OK, that person had a successful launch that way. So that's how I've got to do it. And so when we get caught up in that idea and that sense of like, OK, well, this is what I should do or I have to do to be successful. I think we're moving more and more away from like actually instinct instinctively, like what feels good for us, what feels true to us what feels aligned and it's that kind of disconnect again with that mind and body. We're very much being run by the head tank, what we have to do, we should do rather than really creating space to be in touch with ourselves. And that could be, you know, having time out in nature or having time with friends or having hobbies. Cause I think the more that you do outside of your business, the more you're actually able to really connect with who you are and you can bring that into your business because so many women that I speak to, and I don't even know what I like. I don't know what I want. I don't know what my needs are, and yeah. you know, I think it's especially as women we can be so used to focusing on other people um, and almost like our needs being bottom of the list that we we kind of forget even what we want or what we like. So from that perspective, it's really getting in touch with and trying to tune into actually what does light you up and being very aware of either when you're in your business or in your life how's your energy you know what things are making you feel really great what things are draining it what people what clients what ways of marketing because I think that starts to really help us step into and understand how we work as people and that can really feed into the identity piece and when you're working on kind of like that you know deeper work and working on your beliefs at the same time the two together becomes really powerful and obviously that also helps you to have that confidence because you're showing up in the world in a way that feels good for you as opposed to from a like a persona or projecting what you think people want to see from you or what you think is going to make you successful.
0: Mm, I, I relate to all of this so much it's something I really had to go through myself this year and I feel like only the last couple of months I've kind of got that clarity and come out the other side and I think as well so many things add to this so like COVID for example everybody having to be in for a long time not really having chance to go and do those things that they enjoy or seeing their friends Um and also with business businesses grow quite quickly or they can do and sometimes that means a pivot so you go from sort of being in my experience a virtual assistant into a coach and then there's a lot of Um, stuff that comes along with that. And I think what happened to me this year was, last year was super fast and I had no time to think about anything because the growth was so huge. And then all of a sudden this year, it just like hit me where I was like, oh my gosh, like how did this happen? How did I do it? Like, I've just spent a year solid because of COVID working on the business and not leaving the house. I don't know what I enjoy anymore. I also, since starting the business, I've you know, I've aged, like my interests have changed. And I was yeah. like, is that because I'm boring now? Like, I just had this full on identity crisis where, to be honest, the business slowed down because I just didn't even know how to be me anymore. And that was such a difficult thing to work through while people expect me to show up online every day yeah and I think as well a lot of what I had to do was unlearn what I would picked up from other people so you know possibly like coaches I've worked with or people that I've followed and I've kind of just got it ingrained in my head that there are certain ways of doing things certain things I can and can't do and I just suddenly was like hang on a minute like what's coming from me and what's coming from all these other people and things that i've seen and i just really had to take the time to work through that and i remember i didn't even notice it until i went to visit one of my friends and it was the first time i'd been out in a really really long time and we were just going around the clothes shops and she was like oh do you like this why don't you try this on and every answer to every question was i don't know yeah. and she stopped me and she was like jemma everything you said today is i don't know And it just really hit me that I just felt like I didn't know anything. And I really did have to do some deep work on what I liked, who I am, like where I'm going. And I think it's a very normal thing to experience. But like you say, it's one of those things that we don't tend to talk about because it's quite difficult to talk about in the moment. Do you think it's something that if we shared more, it would be viewed as something that was more okay?
1: Yes, I do actually. And and it's something I always try and think you know am I sharing all aspects with my community and it's definitely something I want to step into more I think there's always a way to do it like I always think about sharing like the scab rather than the gaping wound because it's Mm -hmm. almost being able I think you have to move through through things slightly and be out the other side to be able to really share the lesson as well and Mm -hmm. your view of it for people to really be able to benefit from it um and I do feel that It is also, I think, one thing when you were talking then kind of came to my head is that it's also about not putting that that pressure on ourselves to have everything figured out and to really think, okay, I'm, I'm exactly this person because we evolve, like you said, and we change. And even just if you're getting a bit older and your interests might change. And I think what sometimes can actually really hold us back from embracing who we really are is these the beliefs of like hey is that going to be fun enough or is that going to be boring and I know I've definitely done this um because of like my health journey I do still drink but I don't drink those I don't drink as much as I did in my 20s like I don't you know I'm not always popping the Prosecco and like massive um big boozy things and I think oh like if I haven't got that to share You know, is my night in with my raw chocolate and my kombucha like is that really (laughs) as as interesting a story to post as someone like out there clinking prosecco? And you know, that was me. I was like, actually, it's about really being comfortable with with who you are and knowing that actually there's there's no right or wrong way to celebrate or to be or to have fun. Um, And I actually think if anyone's really struggling with their identity, I'd probably advise like thinking about outside of business first. You know, because something you were talking about then and about with covid and everything i know that i've really lost kind of um connection with the fun because there's so much we couldn't do and actually taking a wider step back i was like oh and and with my health challenges that definitely impacted an element of fun because obviously there were so many times there's things you couldn't do takes away the spontaneity i was like actually it's so important for me to really into that more and more because I do believe that the more you are enjoying life, the more you are having fun and and having almost that curiosity, I think. I think that's a really good way to approach if you're feeling like you're not sure who you are or what you want. Just getting really curious rather than having the pressure, like I've got to figure it out. Just think, how can I explore this? It sounds like that's what you really did. You kind of went in and tried to really connect with okay well what what stuff's mine and what stuff's because someone's told me um, and I'm the things that I'm trying to unlearn um, that I have definitely picked up from the online space that maybe don't work for me or don't feel good and they work for others and that's great um, and I think that's again like when we have the confidence to do that it really helps because it's like you know what this is me and that's and that's good enough like and I'm good with that and the right people will be pulled to that um, and I think the stronger you are within yourself, the easier it is to work with clients that do fit because you are showing up from that place as like this is you. You're sharing that message. You're saying what you want to do. Your energy is how you want it to be. So you're naturally attracting people that want to be around that rather than when we're showing up from a place that is a bit disconnected. We can then sometimes find ourselves working with clients. You oh, this isn't quite right. Like these don't light me up or they're not quite right for me. And I think sometimes we have to go through that as well to also discover the things that we do like. So that's that kind of like polarity again. We have to know what doesn't work for us, what we don't like to be able to really then lean into the things that do feel good. Um, so I think for anyone, it's really like exploring and just as the first step, even tuning in and really asking yourself, like, do I fully know? Like who I am do I feel fully comfortable with all aspects of me do I feel like I can own all the different parts of myself and the different things I like and dislike um and just starting off there and then getting curious and digging into it like you were saying um and just looking at you know where in my life in my business am I doing things because other people have told me that it's a good thing to do or you should want to do rather than I'm doing it because it feels really good and it really lights me up and it feels like aligned with the person I am. We have just like
0: come full circle, haven't we? And I think that just shows how important all of this work is because it's all just tied in together. It's coming back to that, taking some time rather than just full speed ahead, take a minute and figure out what it is is that's going on. And doing that deeper work of like (laughs) something that came up for me that I just could not shake was that I was boring. And when I actually sat down and was like, okay why do I think that I'm boring? it was based on one person who had told me that I was boring years ago because I didn't take drugs yeah and I was like how crazy is it that that has just carried on through and I have just labeled myself as boring based on one person's opinion that I don't even agree with like and I think it's just you can't deal with things until you figure out why they're there and so I think all of this work is just so important and I know that people listening to this, it might feel a little bit detached from business because we're talking about mindset specifically, but I think all of this is the foundational work
1: for your business to thrive. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think, you know, even just off the back of that identity piece, if you're really unsure and unclear with who you are, and of course, as you grow a business, things can change and shift and that's okay. But it's almost being in touch with yourself enough to know that that's happening Because then you can, your business can kind of evolve with that. Um, Whereas I think when we don't have that clarity and that trust in ourselves, it's really hard to embrace the changes and to even see that the changes are happening. And I think, you know, when we think about mindset with business, ultimately, and and no one makes a connection because I think I work with my clients. Yes, obviously we talk about business things, but it usually relates to something back to when they were younger or like you said someone said something and you take on this decision about yourself but that is then probably showing up in either potentially for you demo you were thinking oh well, I'm not going to share that because that's boring or like no <laughs> one's going to want to work because I'm boring or you know for someone else it might be you know if they're feel like they're not lovable then they're going to want to do everything for everyone that kind of people pleaser so they have no boundaries and then therefore they might end up working with the wrong client because they don't want to say no and and ultimately as well like you know, if we're scared to fail or scared to succeed, that's really going to impact the actions we can take in our business. It's going to impact actually what is available to us. Um, So I think it's strategy is so important and I will definitely never say (laughs) ignore strategy because I think business is like a puzzle and there's lots of different pieces and there's lots of different things that need to come together. Like you were saying earlier about ourselves as a person, you know, that holistic view and for I think mindset is a key pillar that runs all the way through. But sometimes it's actually like a puzzle piece that you really need to give some specific attention to. Because maybe you know what to do, you've got the strategy, but actually there's some kind of belief or something kind of holding you back that you need to actually address in order to really see those results from the strategy that you have. Um, So I think it's all, again, it's having that curiosity about, okay, well, if I'm not where I want to be, What puzzle pieces are missing or what puzzle pieces need a bit more attention to fully slot into place to create that kind of picture and the business that I really want to be having?
0: Yeah, 100 percent. This has been such a good conversation. I'm so grateful that you came on and chat with us. I hope everyone gives it a listen because I think it's just so important, especially like we're filming this at the end of November. I think everyone's about to take some time off for Christmas. It's that time where you kind of stop and reflect on the year that you've just had and how you want to change things going into the new year. And I think it's the time people jump headfirst into strategy. Um, yeah. And I think it's also a really nice time to jump into
1: the mindset work as well. So thank you so much for chatting to us. Where can people find you? Um, So m- mainly on Instagram, the best place to find me. So it's Samantha Quimby coaching on Instagram. And I'm going to say thank you so much, Gemma, for having me. Like it's been a really, really great chat. Um, and yeah, I hope obviously anyone that's listening has got lots from it. And definitely think about the strategy, but also think like, who do I wanna be? Who'd wanna be the person that implements that strategy and that shows up in my business from that space?